Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. Today's episode is with Mark Ritter, who's the CEO of MBFS and New Direction Lending. It can be incredibly stressful when it comes to thinking about how do I finance my business, and more importantly, is it okay to take out a loan for my business? We're going to be talking about it today, as well as why credit unions might be the perfect answer for for financing your small, growing business. Check out this episode. It's a great conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something that it can be a bit ambiguous for many of us in the business world. It's the conversation of really cash flow, but more importantly, loans. How do you get the money that your business needs in order to grow? And especially if you're in a tight spot and you're thinking, okay, I know where I want to take my business, but the world of loans and borrowing and credit is frankly, really um, awkward for me or strange to me, and I'm not really sure what to do about it. Well, today we're going to be talking about that today. And we're talking today about why you don't have to be fearful and why you don't have to be unaware of what to do to take out a a loan for your business. But we're going to be talking about what are the right steps and when's really the right time for you to take on that loan in order to grow your business. Today, we're going to be talking with Mark Ritter. Uh, Mark is the CEO of MBF, MBFS, and he's also going to be sharing with us today about what does it really mean to uh, not be fearful, not be unaware, but to be able to take that loan in, an, in a healthy and effective way for your business. Mark, it is so great to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Now, let me go ahead and uh, break down the acronym. I think it's it's Member Business Financial Services. I don't know if it's one of those things where you never actually say the whole name or if it's just always MBF, MBFS, uh, but it's great to have you on the show for sure. Yes. Member Business Financial Services tends to be a mouthful for people. <laughs> so I always just say MBFS and our logo reflects that. So Yeah. Well, it's great to have a fellow uh, business professional on the podcast. We'll be talking. I'm really excited to get into this world of credit unions, loans, um, really when's the right time, you know, all that stuff. But also, I want to pause for a minute, and I think people will appreciate a little bit of your background, uh, how you had joined the company. You were the fifth CEO in five years. They had lost money literally every month uh, of their existence. And then when you took over, um, I think it said that the number of um, credit unions at the company service grew by eight times and you grew the revenue by 15 times. Uh, so you're a bit of a, a savvy business person yourself. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and I love working with small businesses in a community lending environment. 
And, and actually, about 20 years ago, I got involved with credit unions, and I started up a program from scratch at a credit union in Pennsylvania and, and really built it with just me at a desk. And after about 10 years there, I was offered a job with a, a company where I had several friends as owners, uh, and we're owned by credit unions. Uh, and, and I knew it was a great opportunity, but I also knew it was a monumental task because, uh, as you mentioned, I was the fifth CEO in five years, which is never a good sign. <laughs> uh, but but it really kind of came back to just a, a back to basics approach. Uh, every, you know, do what kindergartners do: be nice to everybody, focus on the basics, do your work. And we've really built it up to where today we work with over 75 credit unions all throughout the United States uh, in, in helping them put money to small businesses in their local community. Uh, it, it's always fun because I love what I do and credit unions are such a fun group of people to work with. But the problem is, you know, Everybody likes their credit union, but sometimes people don't think of these community organizations all over America as a choice for their business. Mm. Uh, but that's what we do. Well, I I, I want to get into more about what you do and what MBFS does, uh, but I'm just curious the kind of person who you know fifth yeah fifth CEO in five years the kind of person who says yeah yeah I think I want to I want to try that was it the challenge was it you just it just made sense. I mean, I'm I'm just curious why you said yes to it. That, that you know, I'm always the type of person to bet on myself. <laughs> and at my previous role, I loved what I did. I could have stayed there the rest of my life, but that was very much an entrepreneurial role where I started it from zero and we built it to one of the top credit union lenders in the country. And I knew the potential and opportunity at this new company on what it could be. Mm. And, you know, part of me said, I can't screw it up anymore. So if it fails, <laughs> if it fails, you know, oh, I'm yeah. just, the, I'll be the sixth, you know, <laughs> yeah. the fifth CEO to fail. But I, and, and it came in and, and we have a nice group of owners and it was just the back to basic, simple things, you know, let's do less, better and building it from there. But I really enjoy, you know, and, and recently we started a new subsidiary. So, you know, I'm the type of person, probably like many of your listeners, after a while, I tend to get bored with something. I want to keep building and do something new. So that that's how I am with financial services. Well, something you mentioned was that the conversation on credit unions, it is, um, there's many people who personally bank at a credit union, um, I bank at a credit union, um, which is that, is that correct phrasing? Wait, I that, bank that, at that a credit lingo union? is just fine. So. Okay. Okay. All of a sudden I was like, am I offending my guest? <laughs> but so I, I, I bank at a credit union personally. Um, I've actually never thought about uh, taking my business through a credit union. And I would assume, as you mentioned, many of my listeners maybe haven't ever thought of it in that way. Um, if we can just start from square one, what are some of the differences between a credit union and a bank? Sure. And, and, and I'd hate to, you know, my dollar is the same dollar at the local bank. And, 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 and but what it really, the difference is kind of the corporate culture. Um, the nice thing is, as you mentioned, oh, there's over a hundred million people in America that have accounts at credit unions. 
you know, and it's nobody's protesting in the streets against their local credit union. <laughs> Generally, they have a nice, favorable impression of the organization. Um, you know, and they join there for some reason. Sometimes their parents got them involved. Uh, they got a car loan from there, or a credit card, or they're they're nice people. And, and and what a credit union is, it's a cooperative. That that's really what it is. On when you, it's run by a board of directors that's on mostly on a volunteer basis, and it's a cooperative organization run for the benefit of the members. And what happened over time, as you know, community banks disappear and they still are to this day. And maybe 25 years ago, the laws changed where credit it opened up credit unions to, to do and help them more because they had so many people who enjoyed their credit union relationship. But then when they opened up a business or needed a loan for that and the financing, they had to go somewhere else. And it's really kind of been that natural progression of being able to serve your community. Uh, but but a lot of times, a different experience from going to Mega Bank on the corner to the credit union is that conversation you get to have with people. If, if you're a perfectly credit-worthy individual where everything is lined up and every number is perfect, you can get your money anywhere. Hmm. And, and, and generally, but that tends not to be the vast majority of the small business. Usually there's a story and that's what credit unions are best at, whether it's for your personal needs or for your business needs. It's that story and understanding who you are and where you fit into the community. Now, many times we offer pretty good rates and terms and things like that. Uh, you know, I have to collect your financials like anybody else and do all those types of things. But 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 really, that's the difference in that connection you can make with the local lender to to work with them and build your business and keep it growing. So does it seem like a I mean, you mentioned how the rates are great. I mean, if, if I'm a business, it, am I going to get basically a better loan via credit union or is it just is it the. A better what you'll, long term or what you'll find is that credit unions generally are in relationships for the long term. And what I always tell people is you really, you know, everybody wants that relationship with their financial institution, not with necessarily what you need today, but where you're going in the future. And the, the biggest mistake that I see people make is they, they, they treat banks uh, like they're a commodity and they're all the same, where they really should tr- look for financial partners like it's a restaurant. You, know, you can go to Ruth's Chris and get a be- the best steak on the house. You know, you can get a, go to White Castle and get a cheap burger. And there's a whole world in between. But at the end of the day, you're all eating. And, and and really, you you know, some people get frustrated because maybe they go to, to the mega bank on the corner and it's not a fit and they go to some online lender and paying an outrageous rate or they get frustrated. They have a business idea. They say no. And then they go along. The, the financial services is a big world and there's a lot of different appetites in that world, just like a restaurant. And really, you have to find that niche. 
And, and that's what I really enjoy what we do, where we can help fill that niche of the conversation and the small business. And whether you're a real estate investor or a small business owner, you know, many, they value credit unions will value that relationship that you have. Uh, so maybe if you're just starting out, they, they can work with you a little bit more than, than some other institutions. And that brings me to my next question, which is, um, it feels like many of us, we, we don't know really the right time to get that loan for the business. And I, and I think people all have different backgrounds where some people are just very much anti-debt completely, um, sort of like the, uh, I can't think of his name. Dave Ramsey. Thank you. Yes, yes. Like they've, they grew up on Dave Ramsey and they're like, you know, um, you know, stay away from me debt. You know, I mean, they just, they don't want it at all. And then there's people on the total opposite side where they have a business idea and they're seeking like a $40,000 loan and they haven't even built anything yet. So we have these, these, these um, outliers that we kind of know like, okay, I don't know if that's the right way to think about it. Walk me through what does the perfect business owner look like who they're in the right moment to take on maybe some more debt in order to grow their business, scale their business, maybe try something new with their business. Um, what are some of the common things you see in a business owner who's in that right spot? Sure. And, and, and when it comes to the person, your personal life, I am on the extreme of say, stay debt-free. You uh, it, be as debt-free as you possibly can other than that mortgage and pay that off very quickly. When it comes to your business, People should look at debt. The debt should pay for itself and make plenty of money. But to get there, you should really be trying to grow your business as debt-free as possible until the point where you can't. Uh, and, and where we see some people in that startup mode is that it's very sometimes you can grow yourself out of business. Uh, maybe you're a craftsman and you're making your trade and then you make a few things and you float a couple hundred dollars and you're successful. And then all of a sudden you get an order for a hundred mm. and now you have to put out all of this money and, but you don't get paid for a while. And, and, and so to grow that business is to really to, to, I look at our debt financing is really to help that bridge that cash flow to make you successful so you can grow it in a healthy manner. But you should really be, be looking to pay, pay off my debt with what's coming in uh, and not just get and not get in that cycle of debt. Uh, and, and that's what I call that healthy debt. You know, we're, 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 we're helping you get some money because money's gonna, you're going to have a future income coming in and then you're paid off to us. Uh, and it's the same thing we see a lot with trucks or equipment. Uh, people, need, you know, going from one truck, uh, I make so much money with one truck, but now I need three. Well, that's cost a lot of money on the outflows. And you it takes a lot of cash before that income starts coming in. So, you know, you really want to manage that, that it makes sense. You know, last year in February, a lot of us had good ideas and in March, the business was shut down. So, you know, you, you can't plan and, and, and run your business like a pandemic is coming next month, but you have to plan also for bad times. You know, that, that's the biggest mistake 
that we see in the financing side is whatever people's best month is and best numbers and best plan, they think it's always going to be there in that upward trajectory. It seems like there'd be um, a multitude of, of not just mistakes, but just misconceptions that you come across in working with small business owners. I'd be curious what other mistakes you see or other misconceptions uh, you find as you work with people. Sure. And the number one peep thing we, we see is organization where, and, and, and where people don't understand their business on terms of how cash is coming in, where they're at in their business uh, you know, because a lot of times people are great at their trade, but they're lousy financials. Uh, and that's where you really have to have a good accountant, a financial service, or somebody you know. Uh, and, and many times it's as simple as using QuickBooks and keeping up with it. Uh, know, understand your business, and, you know, as good in terms of that operational side as, as, as much. And, and many times the people who are the best chefs might run the worst restaurant. <laughs> right. So understand the difference between you being very good at your craft and trade versus running the business effectively. Well, it's a great piece of advice. And I, I think many of us, you know, you mentioned COVID a second ago. I think many of us this last year really realize some of those weak areas we have in running our business. Um, I'd be curious to hear what the world of loans was like for you uh, over this past 12 months. And we had our um, first round of PPP loans that went out. We had the second round. Uh, We had an extension on the date to apply for your PPP loan. Uh, We had other kinds of loans like the IDLE grants uh, or the IDLE loan, um, SBA SBA loans. There's a lot of loans going out over these past 12 months. Talk to me a little bit about your world during COVID. uh, My wife is sick of me saying that I can write a movie about the PPP loan program. (laughs) It was as frustrating as time as it was for businesses to getting this off the ground and getting your money. As a lender and somebody who supports lenders, it was the wackiest time I've ever seen. Uh, and really, during that April and May time period, where peak PPP, as we call it, things were almost shut down as far as new business. There was a lot of uncertainty in the world. Once uh, June came, we were right back to where we were plus some. Uh, and and even taking out those two months of virtual no no activity, twenty uh, twenty was a record year for us in terms of loan volumes. And, and part of that is because of who we are, and we can understand and and take a much deeper dive into local businesses, where sometimes super regional banks and the big national banks lend on a macro view of the world. We're, we're look, trying to look at your small town and your hometown and see where things are at. Uh, and and what the, the piece that, and, and we're continuing to, to, to grow in terms of people and loans. And where what we're really seeing as the growth uh, and, and best opportunity for small businesses in the next year is the SBA, the normal SBA loan because it's a no-fee program to the borrowers or lenders, and the banks uh, and credit unions can get a 90% guarantee from the the government. 
So it is a perfect time to, a lot of people had their working capital burned down over the past 12 months. And this is, that's a great way to revitalize because you can get a, a longer term financing structure for that working capital that you need. Mm. So, so we're really seeing that as a great opportunity. The other piece, you know, quite frankly, rates are so low. So if you have a commercial property, uh, you're, you're better off. Uh, maybe you're, you're even locked into a right now. You're better off going and shopping that, uh, commercial mortgage or small business loan that you have now because of the rates being so low. Something else I want to ask you, because there, there was a little bit of apprehension, I think, around getting a PPP loan. And there was a lot of, of um, confusion also uh, through like the forgiveness process. And I, I think a lot of us are just kind of figuring this out um, as we were going. But I want to ask you also, it feels like people I talk to that there's a common um, apprehension around getting a loan, especially for people who haven't, they have typically lived that debt-free or minimal debt lifestyle. Um, and I've even heard people throw around phrasing like predatory loans um, or, or really just people who don't want to um, sort of ruin their financial future by taking on a loan. Can you speak to that at all and sort of, um, uh, I don't know if relieve people is the right way to put it, but maybe speak to what exactly is a predatory loan and, and also maybe um, speak a little bit of confidence into when someone goes to a credit union, how they can really trust that whole process. Sure. The, first of all, the PPP program, uh, it is a, as good as it says, uh, and, and, and loans are being forgiven. Uh, it seems like the, it, anytime the rules are changing into that, they're for the betterment of the small business community. So even though, it, it, and, and, and people should feel okay getting that loan because it's pretty wide open in terms of, especially for these small business loans. Uh, you know, you read about the Los Angeles Lakers and all these other company getting uh, PPP loans and nobody's coming after you for your thirty dollars or $40,000 PPP loan unless you really okay. do something <laughs> egregious. Yeah, because, you know, you see the headlines and I think I, I talked to... Uh, and I had my PPP, my wife had a PPP loan. It's already been forgiven and it's fine. But um, I've had other people I talked to who are like, well, I don't want to misuse it. And then like go to jail. And I'm like, okay, you don't, you know, you're not, you're not the Lakers, but anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, continue. So, yeah. And, and, and the, the getting a loan in general, we, the biggest rise that we have seen the last couple years is the rise of the online uh, lender who is giving, because getting a business loan can be very fast, it can be intimidating. And people, it, it's much less regulated than say the, the residential mortgage market where there's a box and everybody lends into the same box. So many times people will say, no, I can't get you that loan, especially if you go to a broker, but you can go, I can get you this quick online loan over here at 30% interest and you can just pay it back. And, and, and that's really where I have become most concerned about the small business market is businesses getting jammed into these online lenders that maybe they don't know and, and don't understand the terms. And that's really become the predatory piece of our, our environment. Um, so much so that we actually formed 
a credit union version of that. So we can get people much lower rates. They're fast, efficient. There's no prepayment penalty on it. Uh, we have a new division called New Direction Lending, where that's all they do is small business loans to fill that space so that you don't have to go to these predatory online lenders. And, and credit unions, by their nature, are, are, are fairly uh, you know, open organizations. We're, we're, we're regulated by, we're capped out on interest rates that we can charge. And one nice thing about credit unions is no credit union can charge a prepayment penalty on their loan for, for a small business loan, and which is fabulous. If you feel like you can, you know, last year when rates really dropped, if you can get a better deal, you could go do that. Whereas if you were locked into a loan, uh, if you were locked into a loan, you, you can't prepay it without a huge penalty. So, and, 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 and that's where it really takes that knowing it, it's okay to interview and, and ask the hard questions with your financial institution. Who are you? Tell me about you. You know, why are you here? Where are you lending? How long have you been in business? And, and, and really the inner, you know, Google has become a dangerous tool for business lenders uh, because it make uh, many people out there are driving people into these online loans uh, that, that really ha have a lot of problems and just put you almost similar to a consumer who gets into payday lending cycles and are just constantly borrowing and never pays, pays back the loan. You mentioned you you've, you guys have built sort of your own version. Um, how can my listeners access that? What that sure, it, it it's actually it's New Direction Lending with new spelled N U. And and it, 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 it to show you how creative I am or uncreative I am. New Direction with new spelled N U is actually an anagram for credit union, uh, and they can learn all about. We we lend in forty six states. Uh, and we do loans up to two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. They're 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 much more efficient, effective, but it's really funded by the credit union community. So we can give people that fast, efficient online lending platform to grow your small business without the the hooks of the the predatory online business loans. Right. Well, I'm going to put uh, newdirectionlending.com down in the episode description below. Great. Uh, Mark, this has been a great episode. It's uh, I know I've learned a lot. It's uh, I think definitely for the listeners, you've given them a lot, a lot of great advice. Um, what else can people do to follow you, stay connected with you? Uh, maybe if they want to stay connected with MBFS, um, what's the best way for people to do that? Sure, we're we're heavy on LinkedIn. Uh, my name Mark Ritter and MBFS. We love to connect with people on LinkedIn. And, and really, we, we work with credit unions all over. So if somebody is interested in working with a credit union, connect with us. And if we don't have somebody in that network, we have uh, connections with credit unions all over the country. We'll match up with somebody local who can help you out. Great. Well, Mark, thanks for being on the podcast today. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, for our listeners, I'm going to put the, uh, I'll put a link to his LinkedIn profile down in the episode description below. I'm also going to put 
Uh, like I mentioned, that newdirectionlending.com. I'll also put mbfs.org down in the episode description below so you can check that out as well. And hey, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've never subscribed or followed, what the heck are you waiting on? Click that subscribe or follow button so you can keep getting good advice wherever you are. And don't forget, we are on Patreon if you want to support the podcast. Heck, if you would want to even promote your own business on the podcast, you can go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash good advice. As always, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you later. See ya.